Genesis 42:18 through Genesis 43:34. Now Joseph said to them on the third day, Do this and live, for I fear God. If you are honest men, let one of your brothers be confined in your prison. But as for the rest of you, go, carry grain for the famine of your households, and bring your youngest brother to me, so that your words may be verified, and you will not die. And they did so. Then they said to one another, Truly we are guilty concerning our brother, because we saw the distress of his soul when he pleaded with us, yet we would not listen. For that reason, this distress has happened to us. Reuben answered them, saying, Did I not tell you? Do not sin against the boy, and you would not listen. Now justice for his blood is required. They did not know, however, that Joseph understood, for there was an interpreter between them. Then he turned away from them and wept. But when he returned to them and spoke to them, he took Simeon from them and bound him before their eyes. Then Joseph gave orders to fill their bags with grain, but also to return every man's money in his sack, and to give them provisions for the journey, and that is what was done for them. So they loaded their donkeys with grain and departed from there. But when one of them opened his sack to give his donkey feed at the overnight campsite, he saw his money, and behold, it was in the opening of his sack. So he said to his brothers, My money has been returned, and look, it is right in my sack. Then their hearts sank, and they turned trembling to one another, saying, What is this that God has done to us? When they came to their father Jacob in the land of Canaan, they told him everything that had happened to them, saying, The man, the lord of the land, spoke harshly with us, and took us for spies of the country. But we said to him, We are honest men, we are not spies. We are twelve brothers, sons of our father. One is no longer alive, and the youngest is with our father today in the land of Canaan. But the man, the lord of the land, said to us, By this I will know that you are honest men. Leave one of your brothers with me, and take grain for the famine of your households, and go. But bring your youngest brother to me, so that I may know that you are not spies, but honest men. I will give your brother to you, and you may trade in the land. Now it came about, as they were emptying their sacks, that, behold, every man's bag of money was in his sack. And when they and their father saw their bags of money, they were afraid. And their father Jacob said to them, You have deprived me of my sons. Joseph is gone, and Simeon is gone. And now you would take Benjamin? All these things are against me. Then Reuben spoke to his father, saying, You may put my two sons to death if I do not bring him back to you. Put him in my care, and I will return him to you. But Jacob said, My son shall not go down with you, for his brother is dead, and he alone is left. If harm should happen to him on the journey you are taking, then you will bring my gray hair down to Sheol in sorrow. Now the famine was severe in the land, so it came about when they had finished eating the grain which they had brought from Egypt, that their father said to them, Go back and buy us a little food. Judah spoke to him, however, saying, 
The man sternly warned us, You shall not see my face unless your brother is with you. If you send your brother with us, we will go down and buy you food. But if you do not send him, we will not go down. For the man said to us, You will not see my face unless your brother is with you. Then Israel said, Why did you treat me so badly? By telling the man whether you still had another brother. But they said, The man specifically asked about us and our relatives, saying, Is your father still alive? Have you another brother? So we answered his questions. Could we possibly know that he would say, Bring your brother down? So Judah said to his father Israel, Send the boy with me, and we will arise and go, so that we may live and not die, we as well as you and our little ones. I myself take responsibility for him. You may demand him back from me. If I do not bring him back to you and present him to you, then you can let me take the blame forever. For if we had not delayed, surely by now we could have returned twice. Then their father Israel said to them, If it must be so, then do this. Take some of the best products of the land in your bags, and carry down to the man as a gift, a little balsam, and a little honey, labdanum resin, and myrrh, pistachio nuts, and almonds, and take double the money in your hand, and take back in your hand the money that was returned in the opening of your sacks. Perhaps it was a mistake. Take your brother also, and arise, return to the man, and may God Almighty grant you compassion in the sight of the man, so that he will release to you your other brother and Benjamin. As for me, if I am bereaved of my sons, I am bereaved. So the men took this gift, and they took double the money in their hand, and Benjamin. Then they set out and went down to Egypt, and stood before Joseph. When Joseph saw Benjamin with them, he said to his house steward, Bring the men into the house, and slaughter an animal, and make preparations, for the men are to dine with me at noon. So the man did as Joseph said, and brought the men to Joseph's house. Now the men were afraid, because they were brought to Joseph's house, and they said, It is because of the money that was returned in our sacks the first time that we are being brought in, so that he may attack us and overpower us, and take us as slaves with our donkeys. So they approached Joseph's house steward, and spoke to him at the entrance of the house, and said, O oh, my lord, we indeed came down the first time to buy food, and it happened when we came back to the campsite that we opened our sacks, and behold, each man's money was in the opening of his sack, our money in full, so we have brought it back in our hand. We have also brought down the other money in our hand to buy food. We do not know who put the money in our sacks. But he said, Peace be to you. Do not be afraid. Your God and the God of your father has given you treasure in your sacks. Your money was in my possession. Then he brought Simeon out to them. Then the man brought the men into Joseph's house and gave them water, and they washed their feet, and he gave their donkeys feed. So they prepared the gift for Joseph's arrival at noon, for they had heard that they were going to eat a meal there. When Joseph came home, they brought into the house to him the gift which was in their hand, and they bowed down to the ground before him. Then he asked them about their welfare, and said, 
Is your old father well? Of whom you spoke, is he still alive? And they said, Your servant, our father, is well. He is still alive. Then they bowed down again in homage. And as he raised his eyes and saw his brother Benjamin, his mother's son, he said, Is this your youngest brother, of whom you spoke to me? Then he said, May God be gracious to you, my son. Joseph then hurried out, for he was deeply stirred over his brother, and he looked for a place to weep. So he entered his chamber and wept there. Then he washed his face and came out, and he controlled himself and said, Serve the meal. Then they served him by himself, and Joseph's brothers by themselves, and the Egyptians who ate with him by themselves, because the Egyptians could not eat bread with the Hebrews, for that is an abomination to the Egyptians. Now they were seated before him, from the firstborn according to his birthright, to the youngest according to his youth. And the men looked at one another in astonishment. Then he took portions to them, from his own table. But Benjamin's portion was five times as much as any of theirs, so they drank freely with him. Matthew 21 When they had approached Jerusalem and come to Bethphage at the Mount of Olives, Jesus then sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village opposite you and immediately you will find a donkey tied there, and a colt with it. Untie them and bring them to me. And if anyone says anything to you, you shall say, The Lord needs them, and he will send them on immediately. Now this took place so that what was spoken through the prophet would be fulfilled. Say to the daughter of Zion, Behold, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey, even on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did just as Jesus had instructed them, and brought the donkey and the colt, and laid their cloaks on them, and he sat on the cloaks. Most of the crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others were cutting branches from the trees and spreading them on the road. Now the crowds going ahead of him, and those who followed, were shouting, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. When he had entered Jerusalem, all the city was stirred, saying, Who is this? And the crowds were saying, This is Jesus, the prophet, from Nazareth in Galilee. And Jesus entered the temple area and drove out all those who were selling and buying on the temple grounds, and he overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who were selling doves. And he said to them, It is written, It is written, My house will be called a house of prayer, but you are making it a den of robbers. And those who were blind and those who limped came to him in the temple area, and he healed them. But when the chief priests and the scribes saw the wonderful things that he had done, and the children who were shouting in the temple area, Hosanna to the son of David, they became indignant, and they said to him, Do you hear what these children are saying? And Jesus said to them, Yes, have you never read? From the mouths of infants and nursing babies, you have prepared praise for yourself. And he left them, and went out of the city to Bethany, and spent the night there.
Now, in the early morning, when he was returning to the city, he became hungry, and seeing a lone fig tree by the road, he came to it, and found nothing on it except leaves alone, and he said to it, No longer shall there ever be any fruit from you. And at once the fig tree withered. Seeing this, the disciples were amazed, and asked, How did the fig tree wither all at once? And Jesus answered and said to them, Truly I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what was done to the fig tree, but even if you say to this mountain, Be taken up and cast into the sea, it will happen. And whatever you ask in prayer, believing, you will receive it all. When he entered the temple area, the chief priests and the elders of the people came to him while he was teaching and said, By what authority are you doing these things, and who gave you this authority? But Jesus responded and said to them, I will also ask you one question, which, if you tell me, I will also tell you by what authority I do these things. The baptism of John was from what source, from heaven or from men? And they began considering the implications among themselves, saying, If we say from heaven, he will say to us, Then why did you not believe him? But if we say from men, we fear the people, for they all regard John as a prophet. And answering Jesus, they said, We do not know. He also said to them, Neither am I telling you by what authority I do these things. But what do you think? A man had two sons, and he came to the first and said, Son, go work today in the vineyard. But he replied, I do not want to. Yet afterward he regretted it and went. And the man came to his second son and said the same thing, and he replied, I will, sir. And yet he did not go. Which of the two did the will of his father? They said, The first. Jesus said to them, Truly I say to you that the tax collectors and the prostitutes will get into the kingdom of God before you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him, but the tax collectors and the prostitutes did believe him. And you, seeing this, did not even have second thoughts afterward so as to believe him. Listen to another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard and put a fence around it, and dug a wine press in it, and built a tower, and he leased it to vine growers, and went on a journey. And when the harvest time approached, he sent his slaves to the vine growers to receive his fruit. And the vine growers took his slaves, and beat one, killed another, and stoned another. Again, he sent other slaves, more than the first, and they did the same things to them. But afterward, he sent his son to them, saying, They will respect my son. But when the vine growers saw the son, they said among themselves, This is the heir. Come, let's kill him and take possession of his inheritance. And they took him and threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. Therefore, when the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those vine growers? They said to him, He will bring those wretches to a wretched end and lease the vineyard to other vine growers who will pay him the fruit in the proper seasons. Jesus said to them, Did you never read in the scriptures? A stone which the builders rejected, this has become the chief cornerstone? 
This came about from the Lord, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Therefore I say to you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you, and given to a people producing its fruit, and the one who falls on this stone will be broken to pieces, and on whomever it falls it will crush him. When the chief priests and the Pharisees heard his parables, they understood that he was speaking about them. And although they sought to arrest him, they feared the crowds, since they considered him to be a prophet. Acts 15 Some men came down from Judea and began teaching the brothers, Unless you are circumcised according to the custom of Moses, you cannot be saved. And after Paul and Barnabas had a heated argument and debate with them, the brothers determined that Paul and Barnabas, and some others of them, should go up to Jerusalem to the apostles and elders concerning this issue. Therefore, after being sent on their way by the church, they were passing through both Phoenicia and Samaria, describing in detail the conversion of the Gentiles, and they were bringing great joy to all the brothers and sisters. When they arrived in Jerusalem, they were received by the church, the apostles, and the elders, and they reported all that God had done with them. But some of the sect of the Pharisees, who had believed, stood up, saying, It is necessary to circumcise them, and to direct them to keep the law of Moses. The apostles and the elders came together to look into this matter. After there had been much debate, Peter stood up and said to them, Brothers, you know that in the early days God made a choice among you, that by my mouth the Gentiles would hear the word of the gospel and believe. And God who knows the heart testified to them the Holy Spirit, just as he also did to us. And he made no distinction between us and them, cleansing their hearts by faith. Since this is the case, why are you putting God to the test, by placing upon the neck of the disciples a yoke which neither our forefathers nor we have been able to bear? But we believe that we are saved through the grace of the Lord Jesus, in the same way as they also are. All the people kept silent, and they were listening to Barnabas and Paul as they were relating all the signs and wonders that God had done through them among the Gentiles. After they stopped speaking, James responded, saying, Brothers, listen to me. Simeon has described how God first concerned himself about taking a people for his name from among the Gentiles. The words of the prophets agree with this, just as it is written, After these things I will return and I will rebuild the fallen tabernacle of David. I will rebuild its ruins, and I will restore it, so that the rest of mankind may seek the Lord, and all the Gentiles who are called by my name, says the Lord who makes these things known from long ago. Therefore it is my judgment that we do not cause trouble for those from the Gentiles who are turning to God, but that we write them that they abstain from things contaminated by idols, from acts of sexual immorality, from what has been strangled, and from blood. For from ancient generations Moses has those who preach him in every city, since he is read in the synagogues every Sabbath. Then it seemed good to the apostles and the elders 
with the whole church to choose men from among them to send to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas. Judas, who was called Barsabbas, and Silas, leading men among the brothers, and they sent this letter with them. The apostles and the brothers, who are elders, to the brothers and sisters in Antioch, Syria, and Cilicia, who are from the Gentiles. Greetings. Since we have heard that some of our number, to whom we gave no instruction, have confused you by their teaching, upsetting your souls, it seemed good to us, having become of one mind, to select men to send to you with our beloved Barnabas and Paul, men who have risked their lives for the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore we have sent Judas and Silas, who themselves will also report the same things by word of mouth. For it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us to lay upon you no greater burden than these essentials, that you abstain from things sacrificed to idols, from blood, from things strangled, and from acts of sexual immorality. If you keep yourselves free from such things, you will do well. Farewell. So when they were sent away, they went down to Antioch, and after gathering the congregation together, they delivered the letter. When they had read it, they rejoiced because of its encouragement. Judas and Silas, also being prophets themselves, encouraged and strengthened the brothers and sisters with a lengthy message. After they had spent time there, they were sent away from the brothers and sisters in peace to those who had sent them out. But Paul and Barnabas stayed in Antioch, teaching and preaching the word of the Lord, with many others also. After some days, Paul said to Barnabas, Let's return and visit the brothers and sisters in every city in which we proclaimed the word of the Lord, and see how they are. Barnabas wanted to take John, called Mark, along with them also. But Paul was of the opinion that they should not take along with them this man who had deserted them in Pamphylia, and had not gone with them to work. Now it turned into such a sharp disagreement that they separated from one another, and Barnabas took Mark with him and sailed away to Cyprus. But Paul chose Silas, and left after being entrusted by the brothers to the grace of the Lord. And he was traveling through Syria and Cilicia, strengthening the churches. Proverbs 8, 12-21 I, Wisdom, dwell with prudence, and I find knowledge and discretion. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride, arrogance, the evil way, and the perverted mouth I hate. Advice is mine, and sound wisdom. I am understanding. Power is mine. By me kings reign, and rulers decree justice. By me princes rule, and nobles, all who judge rightly. I love those who love me and those who diligently seek me will find me. Riches and honor are with me, enduring wealth and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold, even pure gold, and my yield is better than choice silver. I walk in the way of righteousness, 
in the midst of the paths of justice, to endow those who love me with wealth, that I may fill their treasuries. Psalm eighteen sixteen through 36 He sent me from on high, he took me, he drew me out of many waters, he saved me from my strong enemy, and from those who hated me, for they were too mighty for me. They confronted me in the day of my disaster, but the Lord was my support. He also brought me out into an open place, he rescued me, because he delighted in me. The Lord has rewarded me according to my righteousness. According to the cleanness of my hands, he has repaid me. For I have kept the ways of the Lord, and have not acted wickedly against my God. For all his judgments were before me, and I did not put away his statutes from me. I was also blameless with him, and I kept myself from my wrongdoing. Therefore, the Lord has repaid me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands in his eyes. With the faithful you show yourself faithful. With the blameless you prove yourself blameless. With the pure you show yourself pure. And with the crooked you show yourself astute. For you save an afflicted people, but you humiliate haughty eyes. For you light my lamp. The Lord my God illumines my darkness, for by you I can run at a troop of warriors, and by my God I can leap over a wall. As for God, his way is blameless. The word of the Lord is refined. He is a shield to all who take refuge in him. For who is God but the Lord, and who is a rock except our God, the God who encircles me with strength, and makes my way blameless? He makes my feet like a deer's feet, and sets me up on my high places. He trains my hands for battle, so that my arms can bend a bow of bronze. You have also given me the shield of your salvation, and your right hand upholds me. Your gentleness makes me great. You enlarge my steps under me, and my feet have not slipped."